0: domain is correct now <laughs> that's <laughs> our sure opening is.
1: yeah major casts we had the major casts network on the the little thing that you type in on the top of a web browser
0: yeah so we've been talking about how the website's gonna go through some changes we are in the middle of the process of that so we just want to thank you guys again for being real patient and plead for you to be patient, just a little while longer, as we do a bunch of cool stuff. Things
1: take time, and we do this for fucking free. Yeah,
0: and I I have had to learn how to do a lot of stuff that they don't teach you at the Glendale Learning Adult Learning Center in Annex. <laughs> the the
1: the Adult Learning Center, the the sex center, adult what? learning. No. Like adult video. Get out of here. <laughs> What are you talking about? Here, it's this a real is...
0: place where adults can go get education. You're you're making a mockery of it, a Colin mockery of it.
1: This is what happens when you
0: touch uh, one butt, no. to another butt. Who are you, Miranda July? Two amazing references that just go right over your head. Yeah,
1: whoa, oh my goodness, so high up in the sky. <laughs> you
0: didn't get the mockery one because you've never seen Who's Light Isn't Anyway, a yeah. gem of a show, and Miranda July did a movie called, it's not important, but there's a scene where some, uh, a child describes pooping into one butt and having it go into another butt oh. and then having it go into oh, the
1: Oh, I Oh, I have heard of pooping back and forth forever, yeah, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 This is media major. As <laughs> you've certainly podcast. surmised. It's a podcast where two dudes poop into each other's butts. But, but with around, their mouths. With their mouths.
1: And what that means is that we tell stories. And gross you guys out. I'm Tom Lockney. I like to tell stories from the culture of video games and
0: the internet. I'm Liam Senior. I like to tell stories about movies and show business. And
1: I know that that is alarming. That is the most alarming thing that two white men can say on a podcast. But we're better than that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're on with. the
0: right side of history. but Which means we're on the left.
1: Yeah. It was a fun little Okay. Our Wait, theme... But in that I think the world is flat though for that. T- oh, t-re.
0: don't say that. <laughs> don't even joke about it. I don't want to hear it. Get out of here with that bullshit, tequila. <laughs> yeah. Tequila. So our theme, we do a theme. Sometimes we do themes. It's we do. Fucking great. We like it, you like it. What our theme. What
1: the fuck was the theme? Vandalism. This week? Vandalism. Vandalism, that's Come on, man. right. Get your get your
0: head out of your a poop machine.
1: Oh man, we're really like the banksy of podcasts.
0: Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> 1974, maybe. maybe, in Bristol, England. Oh my maybe. god! Did I did I get it?
1: Did I get it? in Banksy one?
0: is possibly born. Oh, crack, home run. Uh, Banksy, we he's anonymous. <laughs> I don't know. It can be assumed that he was born in Bristol in 1974. I could be wrong. He
1: could, could be. be a, he could be a raccoon. It could be George W. Bush. We don't know. Hey, he likes to paint his victims. Artwork.
0: That's Bush is a war criminal. He sure is. Banksy started as a freehand graffiti artist in 1990 to 1994 as one of Bristol's Dry Breads crew, DBZ. Oh, okay, I'm into it. <laughs> with two other artists known as Cato and Tess. He was inspired by local artists, and his work was part of the larger Bristol underground scene with Nick Walker, Inky, and 3D. I like how Nick Walker was Nick, like, well, I'm yeah. just going to be a regular name. Nick Walker. Yeah. Um, thinky, you. You, you're making a fool of yourself. Uh, during this time, he met Bristol photographer, Steve Lazarides, who began selling Banksy's work, later becoming his agent. By 2000, he had turned to the artist stenciling after realizing how much less time it took to complete a work. He claims he changed his stenciling while hiding from the police under a rubbish lorry when when he noticed the stenciled serial number, and by employing this technique, he soon became more widely noticed for his art around Bristol and London. He says that, but we don't even know when he was born. It might have been yesterday. We don't know. It might have been tomorrow. He was the goalkeeper for the Easton Cowboys and Cowgirls football team, that's soccer in England, in the 1990s, and toured with the club to Mexico in 2001, allegedly. Banksy's first known large wall mural was The Mild Mild West, painted in 1997 to cover advertising of a former solic- solicitors office on Stokes Croft in Bristol, boy, England. Uh, it depicts a teddy bear <laughs> lobbing a Molotov cocktail
1: at a three riot police. Wow, really real, edgy real something to grow on. So this is a famous sure. anonymous
0: street artist who has a bunch of documentaries about him which is fine but I would kind of equate him to someone like Ricky Gervais where he's not super original or provocative, but like claims to be super original and provocative and is so in your face about it that if you try to give a little bit of chrism, he's like, Oh, I'm offending you with my statements Mm. because it's a lot of like, Oh man, look at this like cute doodle in a war zone. Fucking makes you think. Right. And it's like, not really. You're just reminding me
1: that war exists. I guess. Also like, I don't, I fucking hate Banks. Yeah, he's not I don't good at this. understand what purpose there is in going to... I believe there's one mural that he did in Palestine that was about how, like... Well, already this is off to a grand parade. About how, like, Israel is bad or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure all the Palestinians know that and would appreciate you just, oh, like, man, it wasn't giving un- them money It instead. wasn't until
0: we saw this thing of Captain Crunch <laughs> doing something <laughs> Captain Crunch wouldn't do.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I get it. So, Banksy is obsessed with Disney. Did you know this? Did you guys know this? Have you heard about this? Uh,
1: Yeah, I'm aware.
0: Obsessed. He's depicted Mickey Mouse holding hands with the girl on fire in Vietnam. You know that Pulitzer Prize winning photo of someone not helping a child? (laughs) I was taking a... Time lapse of the moment. A child was on fire, and you didn't immediately think to put the child out on fire. Yeah. Here's an award for the Snapchat you took of it.
1: <laughs> Help. We're people. all in Help hell.
0: People. We're all dumb. You're Anyways, Banksy God. thought that would be funny if Mickey Mouse and Ronald McDonald held her hands.
1: I'm slapping my knee. It's great. Too- it's funny. I love. I love. Uh, like ironic. <clears throat> I love that. Position. I love that good good family guy humor. Yeah. What if hey, what if Donald Duck was wearing a swastika? What if
0: Donald Duck had a strap on? Uh, there is a cartoon where Donald Duck is a, is a Nazi, but it's about how Nazism is bad. Mm. We'll talk about it one day. It's gonna be weird. Okay. He's done pictures of Snow White wearing like a bandana around her mouth. A bandana around her mouth in like a provocative gang way and like holding a grenade and it's like wow. ooh wow Snow White, fucking lay it on me Banksy, yeah. fucking telling truths. He's done Winnie the Pooh getting caught in a bear trap. I don't get that one. I don't
1: know. <laughs> I don't get that one. What is he? What is he saying with that one, Tom? He. I mean, this. This kind of strikes me as like a humanchange.org petition. You know. This worth, thing not is not worth this my time thing is bad pay attention to it and buy my merch while you're at it yeah also give me hit like or subscribe
0: attention, yeah uh like us on itunes he then did a piece about deforestation called save or delete jungle book a bad name it brought about some controversy due to its depiction of an executioner getting ready to kill baloo king Louie, the elephant kid shere khan and mowgli but it's like so fucking edgy because like what those characters don't get killed in the movie fucking what
1: yeah like it just it just feels like there are you know better ways to use your art and influence nah I guess. nah you're wrong. it's fucking good.
0: It's like every alt rock band writing a song about their dad. you
1: know I don't I don't I'm not opposed to at all like saying the things that he's trying to say like Israel is bad because they are. But like and like
0: the Jungle Book, but yeah, was like, a bad movie. But like the I way guess. that
1: he says it, it feels like he's clearly got like an axe to grind with other facets of pop culture without really like exploring or explaining how those things that he invokes are complicit in systems of harmful power. You know, we're focusing on Disney, Tom.
0: <laughs> Let's try to fucking stay in one lane for now. All right, all right. Okay. We don't even know when he was born <laughs> or where. He could be you.
1: The, you know what? Oh, shit. I've been,
0: I've been hiding <laughs> it my whole life. Yep, but I'm Banksy. I'm Banksy, I am. Banksy's me, duh. On September 8th, 2006, the ride Big Thunder Mountain Railroad in California's Disneyland theme park had to be shut down for an hour. Nothing had broken, no one had been hurt, and the ride was still functional. But some rascal had snuck in and put in an inflatable Guantanamo fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. cuz oh, the, the joke is that it's a serious moment. Nearly managed to nail the takeoff. But some rascal had snuck in and put up an inflatable Guantanamo Bay prisoner right near the tracks. Turns out our boy Banksy, with the assistance of a filmmaker named Thierry Guetta. Had snuck in this piece as a statement about the war on terror. I don't know what that statement was. Yeah, yeah. I was he just gonna put, say, uh, like, he just put like a prisoner, a a, a a like mannequin of a prisoner in the middle of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. I feel okay? like you can
1: write a much more eloquent we're, thing we're about almost there. Guantanamo Bay and why? Yeah, like again, like yeah, like Guantanamo Bay is bad. Guantanamo Bay is a bad fucking thing. It's weird that he. Is, is kind of using that to dig at Disney and also like not go any further than, than say like Guantanamo Bay exists and you should feel bad about that.
0: But I don't understand what the significance of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad has to do. Like why that ride? Why not Space Mountain? I don't know. But none of that pales in comparison to the fucking dumbest thing he's okay. ever done right. in 2015. Q commercial. <laughs> Well, what we, we just
1: watched was an ad. For... It was a portal
0: into a nightmare hellscape. Uh, so in 2015, Banksy opened up Dismaland, a Disney-themed be-amusement park that makes fun of amusement parks. I just showed Tom a trailer for it. I highly recommend that you watch it. It's a family going through some of the attractions like a weird cardboard security
1: system. There's a, there's a, a shooting range that features an automatic rifle.
0: There's a, a a crime scene you can see of Cinderella like dead in a carriage accident. There was get like, it.
1: <laughs> there, uh, there was the Grim Reaper in a bumper car. There was the Grim Reaper in a bumper car. In a bumper car. Wow, <laughs> really makes you think, right? Cause think about it. With all seen Grim <laughs> Reapers what? like, what are you saying with any of this? I don't know. I mean, like, I guess. I guess possibly it's it's supposed. No, no, no. To... We're not gonna
0: try to put any meaning to
1: Grim Reaper in a fucking bumper car, are we? I'm I'm just just generally the park. I guess is is it I is it supposed to be a statement about how like people are complicit in bad things and choose to like go to uh, parks or places of enjoyment and like have fun in life and then uh, like go. I'm very con- yeah, like I'm very confused.
0: He employed more than 50 artists, including painters, performers, and even writers, to make modern spins on, uh, you know, amusements that we've all seen. But even like British carnival classics, such as Punch and Judy, uh, they do a whole abuse narrative. But he hired a, 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 a writer in England who had suffered abuse. It's a whole, it's one of those things where it's just like, this what, is are, weird. what are you doing? Well, <laughs> what are you, this
1: is very, this is strange. And. and and again, it doesn't really seem to go anywhere beyond Disney's bad and you're lying to yourselves if you think it's good. And like, yeah, Disney, I I, I do not like the Disney Corporation. I think that their existence is a net negative as, in the modern era. Um, but like, you know, he wants you to go, makes you think unironically, but it doesn't. It just makes you go like, I think Banksy thinks that Disneyland is bad, and yeah. that's the end of the thought. Because I already have more complex ideas and thoughts about Disney, even if I'm a member of the public who does not like, who who is not like me, Tom Lockney, mm. that hates the Disney Corporation.
0: Uh, uh, not all views about the Disney Corporation are expressed on this po- uh, podcast. Some people want to work there someday. That's fair. Yeah, I want to kill the mouse from the inside. <laughs>
1: We're not recording this, are we? Feed him mouse poison. We're not recording this, are we? No. I'm just saying this. No, we're, just we're not. having a conversation yeah. as friends. We, <laughs> we've just been sitting in this room for a hundred years. The telling lights each other are stories. off, and daylight never happens. I'm so hungry. Oh man, I feel like I'm in a Banksy. <laughs>
0: The park looks dilapidated and run down with Banksy's signature
1: oeuvre.
0: The park looks (laughs) dilapidated and run down with Banksy's signature ovaries. (laughs) The park looks dilapidated and run down with Banksy's signature oeuvre. Political overtones. The small boats that you pilot have refugee children in them. Get it? Uh, Overall snark. All the employees are grumpy. They're all like, have a nice day. They don't mean it. Uh, the normalization of violence. We talked about those and dark humor. The Grim Reaper rides a bumper car. That part's pretty dope. (laughs) I like that the Grim Reaper is just there riding a bumper bumper car. car, Also, bumper cars not a thing at Disney World. Um, probably. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Just seems old school. Art historian Dr. Gavin Grindon from the University of Essex curated Dismaland's political exhibits, including a bus-housing collection of dangerous and violent objects, from uh, homeless spikes to riot shields and rubber bullets, under the banner of "Cruel Designs." For one exhibit, the books of Jeffrey Archer, Baron Archer of Weston Supermare, British criminal and novelist, and former politician, were burned each day in a fire pit. Every one of the estimated 150 visitors to the park entered through a fake cardboard security checkpoint, which cr- was created by artist Bill Barminski. On Fridays, there were scheduled performances by Run the Jewels, De La Soul, David Alburn, and Pussy Riot. Uh, High demand for tickets. The exhibition caused the Dismaland website to crash repeatedly, although some wondered if that was part of the whole experience. I can tell you that it wasn't. It was just poor website. (laughs) Many celebrities uh, went to the fucking thing, such as, you ready for this? Brad Pitt, Jack Black, Neil Patrick Harris, Nicholas Holt, Wayne Coyne, Russell Brand, Anna Deck, Marken Ronson, Darren Chris, Daddy G, CGP Grey, and Brady Heron. I don't know who some of them are, but hey, maybe you do, listener. Yeah, I, I know most of those names. The exhibit had a mixed reception from critics. Jonathan Jones and the Guardian found it depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Brings together a lot of bad art by the seaside, said Dan, uh, he said. Dan Brooks in the New York Times was critical of the easy sarcasm. The exhibition proved to be popular with visitors, however, with many prepared to queue for hours each day for one of the 500 daily walk-in tickets. It brought in 150,000 visitors from around the world, boosting the local econ- economy of weston super by 20 million pounds. Mm. In May 2016, it was announced that Dismaland had been shortlisted for the South Bank Sky Arts Award. Art is meaningless. After the art exhibition... Ended the Tropicana, which is the space that was used, became a functional Funland theme park. <laughs> so go fuck yourself, Bansy. And that's the story of Banksy's. Bansy? Bansy's, oh, We're gonna start calling Bansy. him Banksy now. That's the story of Banksy's Disney obsession.
1: Huh? Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> what a jerk off.
1: I. I think that we are are somewhat guilty of of being snarky and dis. I mean, we are guilty of being snarky and dismissive about um dumb shit that we hate on this show but i think that we present it a little more for like entertainment at the very least and and we really do i think try because that's the thing is is people who think that Disneyland is good are going to see Banksy's art and go like that's clever but Disneyland is good um or maybe they'll just go that's bullshit and Disneyland is good if if you're going to engage with People and, and and try to like quote unquote wake them up. Uh, being a, a dismissive dickhead is not really the way to go about it. You know, I I mean, and some people you, her, their views are just so fucking dumb that they don't deserve the time of goddamn day. Banksy, ba- but like Banksy. you know, if if Bambi. your whole thing is I make social statements as art, make them. I don't know. A little Make more a statement. Considered. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't just don't just throw spaghetti. Remind on the walls, people man. that Guantanamo Bay exists with your cute little shitty balloon. You're you dumb know? and bad at this. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we get back, we're
0: gonna hear another story. But first, how about an ad from something else on the network? And Liam's gonna get
1: food and put it in his tummy. I'm gonna put it in the oven. Back in history of class, did you ever take a step back from that textbook you were reading and just think to yourself, man? These people are very dumb. Hi, my name is Eric McAdams, and I have a podcast for you. It's called Big Time Whoopsies, and every other Wednesday on the Major Cast Network, I tell a guest and you, the listener, a story from history involving massive incompetence. Big Time Whoopsies. People are dumb, and history can prove it. Tom, you got a story for me? I do. Actually, I have a really good story because I think it's kind of trolling almost in the style of Banksy, but like actually funny and good, you know? All good stories start, the reason why the story is good. Todd Howard, video game designer, was I born name. in 1971, maybe two years before Banksy, maybe more, maybe Three. less. We'll we, never don't know. Know. We, we don't, don't know. We don't know! Wayne Gretzky Hockey was released 17 years later in 1988 and playing through it would change the course of young Todd's life. <laughs> oh, Todd. He knew, he knew, he knew he was gonna be a video game designer, right then and there. Every day, this is this is true, every day on his commute to and from school, he requested- He would make up a video game. <laughs> <laughs> he requested, oh shit, I just made enough, I uh, just Mario made- Mario 4! Oh fuck, I just made Skyrim with guns! <laughs> He requested a job from Bethesda Softworks. Interestingly, not based in Bethesda, Maryland, but in Rockville, Maryland. Hey, and what that, the fuck is up with that? That will forever make me insane. Fucking kick Rockvilles, Bethesda. Oh, oh that, was wow, that, was wow. good. that was a bad that was joke. That's really good. I'm really glad that
0: you're editing it. I'm going to get it in your hands. Yeah. I think you should keep it.
1: I think I should cut off one of my fingers <laughs> for that. It would take six years for him to finally become employed there. He joined the team in 1994, and the rest is history. He has been involved in the production of some of the most important and influential games ever made, most notably acting as the project leader of Elder Scrolls III, Morrowind, game director of Fallout 3, and lead developer on the Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim. Skyrim. He was the one
0: who thought that the arrow should hit his knee. Originally, it was gonna be an arrow to the neck.
1: You know what? Sometimes you learn something new every single day he on also, this show. He also
0: can only achieve orgasm when an arrow goes into his knee. Mm. Oh,
1: it's so painful, but extremely worth it. The pain is the pleasure. Oh, God! The pleasure is the flesh. I don't have any. That's knee- a line from Hellraiser, right? I'm like pretty sure I just quoted yeah, yeah, Hellraiser. Yeah. Unlike many other game designers, Todd Howard is an extremely visible person. His
0: name makes me laugh, and I don't know
1: why. It's because it's two. It's two <laughs> first names for white men: Todd and like Howard. Like two
0: weak white men. No offense to people <laughs> named Todd or Howard.
1: Yeah, he's a very. Ex- he's an extremely visible game developer. He's a well-known figure even amongst a more casual crowd. This is partly due to his. Uh, his role in these games, but also just because, like, you know, he he delivers a lot of talks at, like, GDC. Uh, he's been quoted on, on I believe, like, mainstream news media uh, outlets such as CNN. What were they asking him? They, they accidentally <laughs> were just like, uh, no, we shouldn't nuke Canada.
0: Todd. <laughs> he's America's Shigeru Miyamoto. Fight me.
1: <laughs> Recently... This public persona has evolved somewhat. It has been riffed, ripped from his tough white hands. <laughs> Weak white. Part of this has to do with the fact that Skyrim has been released and then re-released on every single platform known to man. You can get it in Hot Pocket. It is on PC, the PlayStation 3, the Xbox 360, the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, the the Nintendo Switch, and even the PlayStation VR. You can also, if if you throw a coin into a well on a
0: starry night and wish hard enough, yeah. You will be able to play Skyrim in that well.
1: If you listen, if you larp hard enough, Todd ha- Todd will fucking find you. Hey, open that open that Harry Potter book. What's that? It's Skyrim. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, open that bag of Lay's chips. Pour out the chip. Up. Oh.
0: Skyrim. Ah oh, shit. shit form.
1: Oh man, I can't. Oh, I love to have every morning. I start the day off right with my cookie <laughs> crisps. Nope. Oh, check again. What's in that bowl? Not wow. milk. Oh shit! It's, it's Skyrim. Four hundred <laughs> copies of Skyrim. I thought this box was very heavy. Mm-hmm. Go hug your mom. That's not your mom. He is. That's Skyrim. He is inescapable. He is like Todd a, Howard's your mom now. <laughs> he is like a mad king. He even he even bought Skyrim for his fucking son. He bought the Skyrim no. release for his kid. Dad, what I want to play sports. Dad, I want to kiss girls. Not even Todd's brood can escape his grasp. The brood, Howard. <clears throat> I do not think that Skyrim is a particularly good, good game. Good game. Wait, what? Don, don't, <laughs> don't do the jokes for me. Impressive though it may be. I am not the only one who shares this opinion. And so we begin to see a crack in Tom's, or Todd's, leather armor. Yeah, you know, I think that, because I think Skyrim has not aged particularly well, and those systems of design are uh, either less in vogue or uh honed a little bit in like the modern open world RPG that like uh You said Vogue. I did, I did. Um, that people have kind of become like, uh oh, Todd, Todd's kind of a nuisance. Todd's like the U2 of video games. At one point, there were three copies of Skyrim in this household. There's Is <laughs> so true? There were three copies of Skyrim and I believe that they were all for different platforms. And and I think two of them were for the PS4. Oh, God. Which makes it worse. And we only have one left now. We still, there's still one. There's still still one. one. Yeah, couldn't go without it. Additionally, the popular Monster Factory video series exploited the busted nature of many Bethesda games, blaming Todd Howard specifically for the presence of bugs in the game. Bethesda games are famously broken but this was the first time this feature had been attributed to Todd Howard specifically and so a man is unmade by the memes of the internet once again. This has resulted in several Wikipedia edits over the years. Nothing new. This happens on Wikipedia a lot. However, uh, Wikipedia locked the page recently. This happens. And then Tumblr user Lesbian Ray posted a screen cap of the expiry date on the lock. This article is semi-protected until April 25th, 2018. Caption on her post, Hey Siri, add to calendar. Vandalize Todd Howard's Wikipedia page on April 25th, 2018. This post blew up and currently has over 150,000 notes. For people who don't use Tumblr, that's like a combination of reblogs and likes. It's just like an aggregate number for both, but it's still a very high amount. This doesn't even account for copycat posts, several of which have achieved thousands of notes. What happened after is what I believe to be the most concentrated effort of Wikipedia vandalism to occur on this blue globe. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited right now. It was relentless. Here is the full list of articles, and now it was not just Todd's page. It was, it was, and here's the full list of articles edited as a result of this effort. Here are the ones that are locked now. These are just the ones that are locked. Todd Howard, video game designer in several different languages. Todd Howard, TV personality. Todd Howard, basketball. Todd Howard, disambiguation. Todd, given name. Todd, disambiguation. Howard, given name. Howard, surname. Coward, surname. Christopher Weaver, Bethesda Softworks. Bethesda Game Studios, Bethesda, Maryland. Bethesda Game Studios, Austin, listed of Bethesda Softworks video games. The Elder Scrolls, listed of the Elder Scrolls video games. The Elder Scrolls Arena, the Elder Scrolls 2, Daggerfall, the Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind. the Elder Scrolls 3, Blood Moon, the Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, the Elder Scrolls 4, Shivering Isles, the Elder Scrolls 4, Knights of the Nine, development of the Elder Scrolls 4. Oblivion, The Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim, The Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim, Dawn Guard, The Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim, <laughs> The Elder Scrolls V: Skyrim, Dragonborn, Skyrim mods. Yeah, I'm fucking like MF Doom right now. <laughs> An Elder Scrolls Legend, Battlespire, The Elder Scrolls Adventures Redguard, The Elder Scrolls Online, The Elder Scrolls Legends, The Elder Scrolls The Infernal City, Fallout Series, Fallout Video Game, Fallout 2, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, Fallout 4 Far Harbor, Fallout, Fallout 4 Nuka World, Fallout Taxi, Brotherhood of Steals. Brotherhood, Fallout Brotherhood of Steel, Fallout Shelter, Category, Fallout Series Developers, Dishonored Creation Club, Zenimax Media, Zenimax Online Studios, M.S. High School, M.S. Pennsylvania, Rockville, Maryland, Lower McGunny Township, Lehigh County, Pennsylvania, Lehigh County, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Maryland, <laughs> College of William and Mary that's where he went uh, Wayne Gretzky Hockey Academy of Interactive Arts and Science Cowardice Coward Disambiguation Little Lies I love that little lies liars. (laughs) disambiguation game pro the terminator future shock skynet video game open world fair disambiguation coward wiktionary page pages edited but not locked yet ign wizardry ihra drag racing what the fuck video game producer video game development video game industry role playing video game action role playing game Rating and ai downloadable content rat wiktionary page fear the evil within the evil within 2 jason todd april 25th todd haynes list of great old ones list of Game of the Year Awards, Echelon Video Game, and Weasel Disambiguation. And a
0: partridge in a Todd's face. Oh my god. Th- the fucking- That's brutal already. Holy
1: god. So what were some- did you- do you have some highlights? Uh, some of the edits include changing the bio to i mm, I'm a thirsty little flower, you have to water me, you have to use your pee! That's a reference to a fun comic. Uh, his name. Uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest thing
0: ever! <laughs> that took so long for the install part! Oh, that's so good! <laughs>
1: Edited, Photoshopped uh, his name changed relentlessly uh, to Todd Coward, Rod Toward, and my personal favorite, Hod Toward. Fucking fucking if you wanna if you wanna just hoist somebody, swap the first letters of their first and last names. See them lean your lom talkney. Fucking uh Kane Dripe. Uh, uh, uh. Her name is a Dane. <laughs> it, it, it's... <laughs>
0: you, do you think her name is Dane?
1: Drype? Dripe.
0: You're saying
1: dr- drype. drype. It sounds like you're saying Dripe. Well, this is a funeral for Todd Howard. The little thirsty piss flower. There are a lot of other great edits. I'd recommend Googling them. A lot of them don't lend themselves very well to being spoken on a well, podcast. Well, no, we're, 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 we hit piss flower, so yeah. we're good. I'm good for the month. Todd Howard's page has been put back on lockdown. Boo. This was fun. <laughs> I, You know what? I think this is so good. It's so perfect. It's because so pure. It's so, it's so detached from anything. It is pure absurdism. And all Todd did was make a video game. Fuck made a a couple great. video games. Holy Jesus God. That's really good. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, that's the that is no question one of the funniest things that's happened Ever. in twenty eighteen.
0: Uh so sometimes we talk about bummer stuff like how certain popular artists suck, but then Tom swoops in with a fucking one-two punch of greatness. Uh-huh. Uh but we still go to the self-tear self-tear? Whoa. Whoa. Don't go Holy to the self-tear. Hey, whoa, whoa, Swerve Tom, we're almost at the self-tear corner. Whee- all mm. right, we're at the self care corner. Good lord, that was close. Yeah, wow.
1: Well, I was not wanting. I was. I, I like this shirt. I don't want to rip it in half. You don't want to, which hold you out. know I have the arm strength for. I've <laughs> seen it. You ri- you once ripped a phone book page in half.
0: <laughs> we talk about a good thing in our lives. I have a bunch of Thai food that's just waiting for me and I'm gonna chow down on it.
1: That's my self-care corner, let's keep them quick. Uh, oh, uh, in preparation for the Dark Souls re-release, uh, me and my significant other have been playing through the uh, Souls franchise and we just got to Bloodborne and he, <laughs> fuck me, we, we like got halfway through it in a day and it's been fun. And that video game, still pee good.
0: Uh, what color is the sky?
1: You had to think. That's how much
0: you're indoors. You had to think.
1: <sighs> like the podcast. We're doing newer, bigger, better things. Yeah, listen to the other podcasts on the network, specifically the X Files. I just joined. They're wonderful. Courtney and Allison are two of the funniest fucking people I know. Agreed. And Rock stars. We have rock stars on the network, y'all. Absolutely. And it's not us. <laughs> And, yeah, leave us a rating and review on iTunes if you like the show. Helps, helps us out. Uh, and, as always, we'll be there for you. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.